Live from the Bills' famous cheese spread studios in the downstairs pub, a post-Christmas and pre-college football playoff edition of the Blockout Sports Pod is back on the air. From behind the master control desk in the aforementioned downstairs pub, I am your host and moderator for this evening. My name is Travis Carter. We're going a little old school tonight, fellas. Uh, The original three amigos are the only ones in studio tonight. Uh, So over my right shoulder at the high top table is the big fella, the tuna country, Matt Kempf. And bellied up to the bar, he is the original rhinestone cowboy the fabulous one, Freddie Bender. Rhinestone Cowboy, that's uh, Glenn Campbell. <laughs> I liked it, uh, both of you guys. Everybody's wearing their, their Louisville gear tonight. Oh, buddy, what do you think of my hat? I love that hat, man. Yeah, a little, ba- little baseball. That, that's a Louisville Colonel's hat, isn't it? No, this is a Louisville baseball Okay, hat. I like that. What's yeah, that say dude. on the side? It's No, the other side. Uh, it's like all the. It's a like a throwback U of L hat. Okay. I'm not quite sure what it's it like. Says. A fancy design, like a golf course would have, or something. <laughs> I've got my old school cards, football T-shirt on tonight. As we got bowl games, we are getting ready to record tonight. It is the night of the Holiday Bowl. Uh, presented, who presents the Holiday Bowl, Tuna? Do, do we have any uh, idea? The Direct TV, which I don't know if people even have Direct TV anymore, but. I don't. They have enough I did. money to um, to sponsor a bowl game, a premier bowl game like this one. Well, yeah, so. this is, I mean, this is probably the game that the, that the country has been waiting for. Well, yeah, it's the Holiday Bowl. When you think, absolutely. I mean, well, any bowl that has Indiana as a former champion, by God, can claim to be one of the best. Damn right. We'll call this the Corso Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We had uh, I had mentioned that on our text thread the other day that. Uh, if Louisville wins, they could become the second program, once coached by Lee Corso, to win the Holiday Bowl. So there is that. Um, thank you to everybody, as always, uh, for listening. We hope everybody had a very Merry Christmas and is looking forward to the new year. And with the new year, that means the college football playoffs are finally here and upon us. Follow us on uh, social media, on Twitter, on Facebook. Um, Quickly, to go through our picks last week, we were not quite as good as we were the week before. Uh, Your host and moderator had his second consecutive 3-0 week. Uh, Tuna went 1-2. Freddie went 2-1. Colin went 1-2, although I did want to mention that Colin's lock of the century, Northwestern, was his one uh, victory. Well, I mean, lock if you're going to claim lock of the century, you better hit. That's right. Damn right. And he did. Um, fantasy football-wise, as the uh, blockout league uh, goes, unfortunately, I was knocked out in the semifinals. Uh, Colin lost as well. Y'all still playing that silly little game? Hey, who won the... Uh, the rubber match the between The rubber you match and between uh, me and Tuna. That would be Tuna. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. I'm just talking it. I um, never checked it. I didn't either. I set my lineup, though. Um, I set mine, too. Yeah, I seen it. It was We're bad. pulling it up right it now was real as we bad. speak. Neither one of us has even looked at it. <laughs> went, mine it says, says congratulations on a, another hard-fought week. Freddie's Fly Girls wins 113 to 105. Uh, no, I think you just haven't updated your app yet. How about it's that? It's broke. I knew he was going to get that victory. Well, I was looking forward to Team Kilboski anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Give me that tuna helper up there. Not only was I knocked out uh, as the two seed in the blockout league, I was also knocked out of my other league as the two seed. And my third league, uh, I lost as the three seed. So not a great weekend of fantasy football for your host and moderator. It was unfortunate. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. wah, wah, wah. That's why we got bowl games, guys. That's right. Time to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. As we are recording right now, we're watching West Virginia and North Carolina down here in the studios. In the Duke's Mayo Bowl. In the Mayo Bowl, which we're all very excited uh, to see the conclusion of. And even more excited to see the Dancing Jar of Mayo. Well, that goes without saying, I think. Uh, And then a little later on tonight, as we mentioned before, Louisville and Southern California in the Holiday Bowl. It's a bad night is to be Ron- a Trojan, boys. I want to know, is Ronnie Lott there? He might I be. I, I, would I don't look, know what he's I'd got going on in his personal him. life right now. Uh, you think he's pumped for the Louisville-USC game? Who wouldn't be? I am. I mean, I don't know anybody that wouldn't be pumped for it. I'm sure Ronnie Lott's as excited, excited as anyone. <laughs> and then uh, following that tonight, we have Oklahoma State and... Uh, Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma State and Texas A&M and what uh, could be an interesting game. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be that interesting. I think this is a I classic. Think you know, it's those games that you think that won't be that are. This is a kid or a, a kid's playing tonight that is going to be like on everybody's going to know this kid's name by tomorrow. And that is a former Louisville commit that backed out and ended up going to Texas A&M last second, and that's Reuben Owens. I think we're going to have a good old running back matchup tonight with Ollie Gordon from Oklahoma State versus Reuben Owens. Okay. And as of right now, or at least as of of two hours ago, you can get a Reuben Owens anytime touchdown bet on DraftKings at plus 185, which I think is a steal. Okay. I hear you, Prop. Yes, sir. Now, uh, going back just real quick to last week and all the bowl games that we previewed uh, on last week's episode, uh, did anything – does anything stick out to you, a game that you watched that you were I'm particularly sure. entertained by or interested in or uh, maybe you made a weird bet on it or something like that? Let's uh, – Talk about the week that was before we get into what's coming up. Well, we lost on Troy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Troy, uh, Troy was bad. That um, was a, what, 20-17 to 17 game. Uh, Duke ended up, it was a slugfest, and, and that surprised me. I, I knew Troy had a decent defense, but I thought that, man, they could really put numbers on the board. I tried to see who was playing for them and who wasn't. Uh, I know their coach wasn't there which apparently may have made a difference on that tune. I think you're the one that uh, gave me that information. Yeah, Mike Summerall. And uh, that definitely played a part in that game. But uh, I had never lost on them all year, Troy State. and uh, Yeah, it was 17-10. 17-10. So their defense did come to play, but Duke just ran the ball at them. they did. And their defense played better, so... That's one thing I like seeing is uh, when coaches leave and they're not there, some of these guys just rally behind their coaches. Like Duke, they they, they rallied behind, you know, 
whoever that guy was that, right. that stepped in for them for Elko. But uh, one thing, one game that stuck out to me a little bit was uh, one that I thought that I had picked or said last night, but I definitely bet this game was Georgia Tech to cover that against UCF. Uh, Georgia Tech is they're a dangerous, scrappy little team, and I look for them next year to make yes, some noise, man. Yeah, that's their a, coach has done a hell of a job. Absolutely, that's uh, it's a rebuilt team, and I I haven't seen Georgia Tech like that in in, in quite some time. You should have made him one of your picks last week, <laughs> like <laughs> really, I did. Yeah. Central Bobby Raw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's right. You did have them. Well, they had some um, good teams when Paul Johnson was there too. Yeah, they, they did that Run, option running play. the option. Um. Uh, Air Force came through for us and looked good against that James Madison team that was pretty depleted. Yeah, I, dude. The funny thing about that James Madison game is uh, they had so many coaches that weren't there that some positions had players acting as positional coaches. <laughs> yeah. Like they had, there was nobody at James Madison. What we say before, um, I think on our text thread, uh, service academies are, what, 72% against the spread in bowl games? Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because they never have opt-outs, and they never have guys going pro. That's true. And, and they also true. all run crazy offenses that you only see one time a season. That's exactly right. I mean, Air Force with the flex bone, which <laughs> I've always loved since the days of Bo Morgan, if anybody remembers him I don't yeah. know if anybody I don't I've never Jackson. heard that name in my life uh, but I'm I sure t- he's a great athlete I, I think one of the games uh, before we get to Tuesday's games that really stole the show was Utah Northwestern that was a fun <laughs> fun game to watch in the in the vein of uh, the uh, Iowa Rutgers game or yeah, whatever. But it was. Well, I had the under, 42. Yeah. I was all over it. It was a hell of a fun game and, for you to it watch. Had Northwestern and uh Those two just, teams could have played six games and not scored 42 I know, points. I know, but I enjoyed that game watching Northwestern <laughs> and those kids were so excited for their coach and everything. And I look back at it, I'm like to think that Northwestern, like we said last week, that they came from they, – they shouldn't have even had a program Mm-mm. this year, this season, and that coach comes out of nowhere and ends up uh, coming in and taking them to a bowl game and winning the freaking bowl game over a team that normally plays great in bowl games, Utah. Um. I was I was tickled to death for them for the smart kids, and they I mean they didn't they go eight and five this year? Yeah, yeah. Was Dude, that their, was that their final record? I mean that's yep. a that's a hell of a year, uh, considering uh, most people in the preseason Big Ten prognostications had them at the very bottom. Uh, that's a that's a hell of no, a year. No, it's very and impressive. Something to be proud of. I have a question. I saw some th- through all the Christmases and eating and having a Christmas cocktail and opening up gifts and screwdriver or and trying to. Somebody gave you a screwdriver. No, or well, you drinks? know when when you when you have a, a a child that's eight years old, you you get to the point where you have to have a little bitty screwdriver when when gifts are being opened. Oh yeah. I, and you got to have, I mean, you have to have a, a tool set with you. But through all that, I saw Butch Jones. Is he coaching somewhere? 
I saw him on the sidelines. I know. You know what? Was he at Coastal Carolina? Was he? I know that he was on a sidelines, and I thought he was still up in the Bama press box up there. I did not know that he. He is coaching somewhere because I saw that job. same thing. I saw and I'm the, like, that's Butch Jones. Real I just quick. tried to Google him real quick, and I accidentally put in Bitch Jones and. <laughs> don't don't do that. No, you may have gotten Grace Jones. <laughs> yeah, but um, let's see here. He is Arkansas State University. Okay, Arkansas yeah. State. Okay, I didn't watch that Arkansas State game, but apparently they beat the snot out of somebody. So, uh, Butch Jones was a good coach at Cincinnati. Like that was a really good Cincinnati team that he coached. Uh, he had several good teams up there at Cincinnati. I believe he went to a Sugar Bowl with down there, didn't he? Well, I lost on that Arkansas. No, that was that was uh. Wasn't the only Sugar Bowl they ever went to was with Brian Kelly, right? May, yeah, okay, so he was before Butch Jones. Brian Kelly, then Butch Jones, and then... Well, well then that idiot... Uh, not idiot, and then it was Luke Fickle. No, but uh, that idiot that's the senator now was there. Oh, God, that's a small... Uh, Tommy oh, Tuberville. Tommy Tuberville. Yeah. No, no, I, forgot he I was like even to there. call him the idiot that used to be an Auburn coach. Well, <laughs> he's a complete idiot. Um, but <laughs> but North, uh, Arkansas State beat Northern Illinois. Remember, I couldn't uh, decipher their uniforms. I was like, That's wait right. a minute, wait a minute. It looks like the, the, the mascots are mixed up on these unis. But that was, uh, yeah, that they ended up. Well, did they, got, they, what, they the beat Red Northern Wolves Illinois. versus the um, Wolves? What What's Northern, well, it was Northern a very Illinois confusing is the Huskies. Game. Northern yes. Illinois yep. is the Huskies. Yep, yep, they are the Huskies. Yeah, so you had the Red Wolves versus the Huskies. And there are two different shades of red. And uh, I could see Freddie thought that one of them looked orange. It which, did. Which, I, I was totally If you put lost. the two next to each other, it did look a little orangish. Well, I watched Louisville win a national championship in basketball wearing Syracuse orange colors on their, their uniforms. So, you remember those? 2013 infrared uniforms. Oh, I do they remember were, they those. Were I forgot about that. They were completely orange, and they had sleeves on them. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, they were. Jesus, weird. what were people thinking back then? <laughs> I don't know, but that was only like ten years. ago. I know. <laughs> That's. Funny. I was about to say that was only a few years ago, and I was like, shit, that was ten years ago. Yeah, I got another bowl game for you. Yep. Well, I, I was surprised to find out that row the boat, Minnesota has won six bowl games in a row. Yeah, They again, got into Fred, a bowl game again, with Fred, a losing record. That should have been one of your picks as it was mine last there week. There you go. Row the boat. Uh, they had a they got in with a five and seven record. Yeah. Uh Minnesota was in that bowl game. Five God bless the Big Ten West. And uh <laughs> and I tell you what, hey, they got a solid coach there. And uh, they, they do, they but use, he's a goofball. He man. is, but they come to play. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you, I kind of like him. Dude. They come to they're, play. Like, I mean, they're weird. always prepared, and they're never gonna really. I think they faltered a little bit, but hey, six bowl games in a row, you got to give them credit. Well, yeah, my the team I root for hasn't won a bowl game since I was a sophomore in high school. So, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Six in a row sounds pretty good. And then you get to Texas State, which we all know that that coach is going somewhere soon. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised he hasn't left yet. How did none of us pick that game? I did. Oh, you did? That was one of yours? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been all over them all year. Yeah. I mean, that was I think we all bet that game, but none of us uh, actually – or you you were the only we one to call it. We got inside information game. from our LSU uh, – G.J. Kenny? Yeah, from uh, Johnny – our buddy Johnny that listens in uh, has great things to say about him, him as a uh, head coach, especially moving forward. Everyone in Texas knows who he is, believe me. Uh, but yeah, that, all, was a, that was a really fun game, by the way. Yeah, did, uh, it was a fun game. Rice brought it. Yeah, they uh, did. And you won on Rice this year a little bit. I think we all did. We've kind of won with both well, of Well, I do teams. believe – I think I made a comment at one point in this show that I'll never bet on JT Daniels ever again. Uh, uh, now, he didn't uh, play. He hadn't played the past couple of games. But his backup looked good. But, yeah, I did get hosed on Rice uh, once this season. I won a little bit early on him, but then got hosed late. So, And speaking of backup quarterbacks, how about the backup quarterback for Kansas last oh, night? Jason Bean. Well, he's <laughs> played pretty much all year. Right, so. but he looked good. Yeah, he I mean, the fact that he was just sitting on the bench for a couple years. Yeah. And then he got to finally show out this season. Um, he was amazing last night, man. Between him and Luke Grimes and the other guy, Arnold, that had that catch in the end zone. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Unreal catch. Like, I, th- I really thought last night was going to be a Devin Neal game. I thought he was going to go for over 100 yards. It was going to dominate that game. No, man. They let out there, and they let Jason Bean just rip it downfield. And right. he was – like what was the the it was like fourth and thirteen it was almost Bama esque like he just rips it you know all the way down for a touchdown it was it was incredible uh, he was that was fun a fun game to watch uh, Lance Leopold I don't know how he's not coaching somewhere huge right now and I, I'm not gonna buy that he just loves Lawrence Kansas but I don't know well I'm looking I'm looking something up now because I. In our next game, Virginia Tech beats a ranked two-lane team. Depleted, yes. Uh, we know that that that, that team uh, was depleted of head coach. Willie Fritz is gone. The quarterback, the wide receiver, the corner, all go opting, some opting out, some setting up for the NFL draft. And Virginia Tech beats them handily, even though some of those two-lane players did still play that were good. They have a nucleus and some depth on that team. I'm looking back at Virginia Tech because I am telling y'all right now. They got hot. Did they not start 0-5? Yes. And I mean, I mean 0-5, and, and I was betting against them on the under every time at the beginning of the year. And for them to come back – and make a bowl game and win it at seven and six says something, dude. That's a fan base. Don't forget that what happened there. So much more. Yeah, remember they had all they had the all that stuff that went down the horrendous. That was a shooting. That was or, Virginia. No, no, that's Virginia. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, didn't they have something else happen? I mean, that was like twenty plus years. No, ago. I mean with their coach. I know. I know what you're talking about. What. The Virginia, the shooting or whatever. Yeah. But Virginia Tech, I thought at the beginning of the year they had something going on with their coaches or something. No, I don't know anything about that. I I thought something because they caught my eye early going, this team's going to be awful. All I know is their quarterback threw 
for 91 yards and they scored 41 points. <laughs> in the game football, today. man. Smash and, mouth. And they finished. Just means more. Finish. Their quarterback also happened to rush for 176. Yep. And they, yeah, and they <laughs> finished four, uh, seven and six. And uh, I crushed that over, by the way, 43. Uh, for Mr. Under, how you like that over, baby? Hey, pull that ace card out when you need it. And then we, and from that point on, we have games going on right now. Yeah, and uh, before we get into the playoff, now obviously this will come out tomorrow and the Louisville game will have already been played. But for our uh, local listeners who have a particular interest in the game tonight, I want to get everybody's feelings on how the game's going to go, even though when you listen to it, it will have already been played. Yeah, they'll just laugh at us about how wrong we were. Let's see if we're right. What do you guys uh, think is going to happen tonight? All right. If you've heard me talk about Louisville at all this year, you know how pessimistic I am going into these games and, and how I'm always like, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get. I don't know what we're going to get. I don't think I've ever been more confident about a game uh, than I am tonight. Boy, I, that worries me right I, off the I, bat. I, I'm with you, man. Like, I'm almost worrying myself about how confident <laughs> I am. I just I, – I feel like we're going to see – like I said last week, Jeff Brom getting his bag of tricks against a defense that is historically bad. And he's going to have all kinds of that. We're going to see Isaac Garendo just explode oh, onto I the scene after to tonight. Uh, Maurice Turner, I think, is going to have a big night. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to Joey Gatewood a lot tonight. Uh, just because this is Joey Gatewood's last hurrah on a college field. And believe it or not, even though he's been quiet and he's really only played tight end one year, NFL scouts are amazed by this kid because of his just athletic ability and his size. So he's going to get drafted, which is insane to think about. Like, if I was going to tell you Joey Gatewood would, would get drafted before the season, you'd no, be like, there's no, no. chance. Well, there's we, were, no... we were all cracking on him early on. Yeah. like and, and honestly, he wasn't even a part of our offense until like late in the season. But – NFL scouts, when they show up to watch other players, they're always asking, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Who's that guy? And they're all intrigued about it. So I think Brom's kind of going to – and you've know, you've seen – like Brom loves to go to tight ends. That's kind of been a staple of his offense since he's been really like at Western Kentucky and Purdue. So now I think he's going to really center a lot of this around Gatewood tonight where he probably has the most productive game he's ever had. I – this defense is bad for USC. Lincoln Riley squirrely. I don't know what we're going to get on offense. I still love this Louisville they defense. They do have blue chip recruits everywhere. I know. I'm I mean, with you. You know that that's a possibility. I, I'm I'm totally agree so with you. So do you there. like the over? Uh no. I, I took the under. I don't like the over or the under in this game. <laughs> I um, took the under on this one. I got the under on North Carolina. There's just too many question marks, I think, to to get the to bet the over under on this. But I just I don't know, man. I feel like Louisville's got this one in the bag. I I mean, I love your enthusiasm and I hope that happens. Uh what do we know about I think it's a total crapshoot. <laughs> what do we know about the kid that's starting at quarterback for Southern Cal? And he is obviously the third yeah, backup. The yeah, second he's the one third, left. Third he, like, uh, what do we know about this kid? I mean, do he's we know from Southern Cal, him? I believe, with with all them. Um, he likes skateboarding and <laughs> surfing. He loves tanning, <laughs> and he watches Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> and I mean, can can he play? 
Can the kid? I'm play? sure he can play. Jay, it's I a matter of every... the fact that he's untested, and I know we're gonna blitz the shit what, out of him. Wouldn't you think yeah. every backup for USC is probably good? Yeah, but <laughs> at Florida State, we would have thought the same thing. And that kid came on the field against Florida State. He was a five-star recruit out of high school, one of the top five quarterbacks. Right. He could not complete a pass to save his life. Right. When, when they get on the field for the first time, it's always different. Right. You know what I mean? I'm with you. I, I'm I'm just so amped about this game because the I thing have is, no idea what's going to happen. Is that we're going to see a um, – I don't think the stadium is going to have very many people in it at all tonight. So I think it's almost a perfect type of atmosphere for a kid getting his first start. I just as opposed to an ACC championship game like that. Do they play it at the old Chargers? No, it's at Petco Park. Louisville loves playing in baseball stadiums. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We play bowl games at baseball stadiums. That's what we do. Petco Park, the Padres. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, as long as you all don't have to punt the ball much, I think you'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this punter, I will not give him an inch. Yeah. But he is, he, hopefully he has had time well, to improve. I think he's in the transfer portal, isn't he? Oh, Brock, is he? Brock Travelstead. I, I'm not 100% oh, on that. Oh, wow. I think That'll be a bummer. Oh, Country Roads. Go, 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 go. That's, that's Sorry, a, that's I, a, I screamed into Mike, that's but a drop I got a little excited. Uh, just so y'all know, tonight I have my parlay still in effect. I had the over on Tulane, and I've taken the under in all three of these games uh, to complete my parlay as Freddie would. So we'll see what happens there, Travis. I've got. Uh, uh, I've also taken you in. I took North Carolina in this game. I took U of L, and my lock of the night is Oklahoma State. Love that bet. That spread has gone apeshit in the last, like, 48 hours. Uh, Oklahoma State just two days ago was plus two. I think they're down to minus four now, and it's just been going crazy all day. And speaking of which, Travis, before you jump in here, we are going to all know by the end of the night who the best running back in the country is. Ollie Gordon. Ollie Gordon. Ollie Gordon. And I don't think many people know, but for Oklahoma State tonight, you will find out. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Ollie Gordon. He uh, and like I said earlier, like Texas A&M has 55 scholarship players playing tonight. Three scholarship wide receivers. It's it's a disaster down there right now. Uh, Ollie Gordon is going to have a monster night. Is RC Slocum on the side? <laughs> they might need him. Um, Dennis Franchoni. So uh, that win. We, we have about an hour until kickoff. I want to get everybody's. Predictions, final score, U of L, USC. Uh, I'm going to say Louisville 24, USC 13. Okay. Good Lord, that's close to mine. I'm going to say 21 10. 31 26. Oh, that's my under. U of L wins. Love it. Okay. A high scoring. And most people think that it is going to be high scoring. Obviously, it's at 58. So Vegas thinks that. Um, I just think sometimes when I bet unders, when there's not a lot of players playing, damn it, touchdown. West, West Virginia, Virginia, punt return, touchdown. And I'm going to tell you uh, about Neil West Virginia. Neil Brown greater than Mike Brown. Hey, Neil Brown has had a great season this year. 
he really turned things around at the beginning of the year. They they didn't start off so hot either. Nope. And he should be commended. They they've had a really good season. We'll see what From happens. From Danville, Kentucky, I'd really like to see him get it together out there, man. I I, I think he's yeah. a great dude. And the guy that just scored for West Virginia's name is Beanie. Love it. <laughs> beanie, Go beanie beanie bishop well travis likes to wear beanies from time to time i do from time to time i wouldn't really call that a beanie well but. that's what those hats are that kind of hang off the back it depends of on what part it's of the country beanie. you're from well i call them toboggan that's what i call them but that's like a sled or something yeah if someplace. you're from up north in, they make in fun minnesota of you. they're like that's a damn wooden curl sled i got a brother-in-law from <laughs> new england like, you don't wear that on your yeah. head he's like why why are you calling it a toboggan? some people call it a hat a cap a beanie, a toboggan. Uh, well, with all the uh, hat ski mask, the hat discussion <laughs> put to the side. Um, let's look ahead to the college football playoff, boys. It's finally here. Uh, the games will be on Monday. Uh, the Rose Bowl comes up first at what five thirty ish, I think, something like that. The granddaddy of them all. Should be a, just a fantastic atmosphere. I cannot wait to watch this game. Alabama and the hated Michigan Wolverines. And then... Uh, most late... championships in history versus the most wins in history. Oh, very oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yes. And then later on that night, we have my Washington Huskies and Texas. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I get choked up thinking about Texas, apparently. Uh, Washington and Texas in the uh, second game. Uh, of course, we know Fred is going to be all over this Alabama game. Um, I know we all have thoughts, uh, so I'm just going to open it up to the room. Uh, what we're looking forward to in this game, things to keep an eye on, and uh, don't give me your predictions yet. We'll do that at the end of the night, at the end of the show. But just... Uh, your general feelings about uh, things you're looking forward to in the Rose Bowl. Well, I I think we all know what Michigan does best, um, and that's just play power football and just run it up you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Trying to and with not a lot of mistakes. The the, the difference is, is I'm not sure that they're going to be able to do that against Bama, and if they get in a situation where they need points – are they going to be able to throw the ball downfield to get those points? True. And I, um, and Bama has two All-American corners waiting. Yeah. And, and I, I think there will be some surprises. I think they've got some plays up their sleeve. J.J. McCarthy completed the passes that he needed to make against Ohio State. Right. Because I wasn't sure Michigan was going to be able to power against Ohio State like right. that. But when the, it came to some of those third downs and they needed J.J. McCarthy to make a play, right. he was able to do that. Right. And, and that's that, what I think is – They're going to try to get us off balance for sure uh, if they, you know. Um, uh, I did see that Alabama just hired a um, – former member of the Michigan, Michigan staff, staff yes to, uh, the did. timing is is crazy if right you, ask me. I and, guess you they, know and that, they just really needed his you know, help the whole story on him he was let go and the guy that took his place was the coach fired that was connected to the to the kid that to the kid that did all the yeah so oh. that the the guy Bama hired had nothing to do with any of that but he no, lost I'm his sure. job to the guy that did mm. get fired yeah I'm sure uh it was associated with that I'm uh, sure it was a 100 percent clean hey, move that hey. Bama made hey I appreciate the gamesmanship I'll never knock it 
when it comes to this point, all's fair, dude. Like, and, go for it. Yeah, and and through past years, Bama and Michigan has has been a great rivalry. I can just think of this on top of my head. I know that uh, back when our quarterback was Andrew Zow. Uh, I'm not quite sure what the year was. But, I've never but, heard of uh, that name for my life. But uh, we, uh, well, he went against a guy by the name of Tom Brady for Michigan in a bowl game, and we lost by one point, a missed extra point, if you will, to hmm. put it into overtime. And Tom Brady got that victory against us. Uh, that's when he was switching back was and that forth the game with another quarterback. Did the Michigan tight end went crazy? Like, they just kept throwing to a tight end. I would love to see that game again. It's been so long. Was this like... It was in the... 2000? No, it was 99? in the 90s. Yeah, like, 98? 90s, yep, yep. yep 99? Sure was. Yeah, I think that's the game. And it yeah. was one of the most exciting games game. I think I've ever seen. It was a New Year's Day game. Yeah, and I remember being hungover after New Year's Eve and watching yeah. this at a buddy's house. Yeah. And I remember they just kept... I forget the tight end's name, but he was just making monster plays was, over the yeah, middle over and game. over again. Early yeah. game, I kept too. calling him Big Whitey. Go to Big Whitey. Go to Big Whitey. He was just yeah. like dominating everything well thanks for pulling against us well i just <laughs> uh and then uh and then of course the the next time we played michigan uh bama had been voted out knocked out of the champ of of the playoff <clears throat> florida state uh we got knocked out of the playoff and uh we weren't bitter about it and everyone didn't leave our team, like a bunch of boxcar willies, Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, and a lot of players that were drafted in the top 20 picks, mind you, all stayed in order to play Michigan because Saban said it matters to beat this team. <laughs> and they all Saban played. Saban said it matters. So hey, they, they all played, and we drummed them. 39 to 7 I think. By the and, way that uh, that first game was the 2000 Orange Bowl. Two, yeah. so it was 2000, okay. What was the final like 39 38 or 36 35 or something? 35 34 in 35, overtime. 35 35 yeah. in overtime we missed an extra point. Uh and but anyway, so we've had some uh, we always take Michigan seriously when we're in bowl games that really don't matter and I'm sure they do the same thing. Uh, they do have experience over what I feel that we have, and that's the one thing that worries me a little bit. But I can't be worried. I didn't think we'd be in it, to be honest with you. I don't think we have much to lose. Do you think Florida State was going to uh, get in? Our quarterback's coming <laughs> back. Uh, let's just roll the dice. Saban's got two weeks, three weeks to prepare. Uh, it is what it is. Let's 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 play ball. I love it. I, I think this is – the funnest game there's going to be this coming weekend. I think this is the game that everyone's just like got circled up. I don't know. I think Texas Washington is going to be a fantastic. I game. think it is, but I guarantee like the ratings, like right. the Michigan Alabama is going to draw more casual fans than in any oh, other sure, game. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, so. hell, the uniforms, the, the I mean, obviously, the history. like lunatics like us are going to watch every. Like I've been watching every right, damn bowl game, right? But, yeah, you um, had your Coastal Carolina shirt on, like <laughs> big Coastal guy. But it, but Go it'll Chantelers. be great, uh, and and I don't know. That's that's what I got to offer on that one, uh, Travis. I mean, um, I, I, just looking at the game 
from the outside, and I've, I have not done a deep dive on this game. I did do one. I want to talk, obviously, about Washington and Texas uh, here in a few minutes. But I thought Tuna really uh, succinctly summed it up when he said that he thinks uh, that the things Michigan does well is also right in Alabama's wheelhouse. And I just – and the other thing that I'll never do – and I've said this a hundred times on this podcast, is bet against Nick Saban, and especially when he's had this much time to prepare for a ball game. So I am very much looking forward to that game, obviously. But the game that I'm most personally invested in is the Washington-Texas game, which is the Sugar Bowl, which will be the same night. I think the kick is like 8.30 or something like that. And yeah, one's at five thirty, and I think one's at eight forty-five. And uh, to kind of the same extent as what we just talked about uh, with the Michigan-Alabama game, I feel like Washington and Texas touchdown is, Carolina is kind of a um, ah he didn't have control of that. Oh hell yeah, kind of a strength versus strength type of game in the same way as the other one's going to be. I think uh, Texas's defensive front against the Washington offensive line and then Washington's much improved run defense against a team that clearly is going to try to establish the run in Texas early in that ball game. Uh, I, I just think the coaching matchup and the kind of the chess match is fascinating in that one. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know this. This game out of most of the bowl games is probably the biggest question mark to me. I, I don't know what to expect in this game. Um, this is a game like I'm not going to put a dime on this game. I agree with everything Travis said, uh, uh, and I have deep dived it as well as him. What are, your light's going to give me a seizure over there? I know, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm sure you're all right, but it's I don't new, know if I'll be. It looked like uh, Freddie's table was ready at the Cheesecake Factory. It's a new <laughs> <laughs> the, the way those lights yeah. are spinning around on that thing. Yeah, you're up at Outback. Time yeah. to get your Render's party of three. I got three of these bad boys. It's a great Christmas gift, by the way. Uh, I think, well, here's the deal. Uh, everybody in uh, your common fan, they all think Texas is going to drum Washington. I've talked to them. They all think that, and I'm here Did to you tell you. Texas? I'm here to tell you that yes, Sark has great play. Is Quinn Ewers playing? Yes. Okay. Malik Murphy is. not. <laughs> I just went with that that rumor that went around last week where no, that was if the he makes the ever. draft, he's not playing. I'm like that will be ultimately unprecedented. No, that's okay. That's, Malik I, Murphy's out because there. That was just a rumor saying Archie Manning. Was I know start. is worthy worthy playing. As far as I know, worthy is a go. Well, here's the thing. I think that Washington. One of the hardest things to do is beat two teams, beat one team twice. A good team, a top five team, and Washington did it. Uh, And they did it with defense on top of offense. Matter of fact, they stopped arguably one of the best offenses in the country. And I think one thing on that, real quick, is the second time they played them, they beat them worse, way worse right. than they did the first right. time, yeah. which is a statement. And, and, and all these other games that they've won, Tulane, here and there, not not just Tulane, but 
They, I think the Pac-2 the Pac was harder than the Big 12. Now, we're looking at bowl games, and we're going to start finding that out a little bit now. And and I know bowl games don't matter. Yeah, it's you don't hard have to judge conferences. Players. But I still games. like to look at it. You know, yeah. I still like to look at that no matter how you slice it. Well, There's a win the case, and a the loss. ACC's the best league ever. I know. Uh, but but I just think that uh, that Washington can stop the run. I, I I there's some just something about Penix and everything. I just think Washington is going to win this game. That's well, all I can say. Well, and I also have ten on it at the beginning of the year to win <laughs> four hundred. And Washington, you know, comes into this game with a real three-headed monster at wide receiver. Everybody, or even casual fans, Does he wear three helmets. No, no. Uh, and Azume, my stutter and that was to win comes up on names like this. Rome Adunze. Adunze. I um, call him Oh, that's number 11. He's a bad boy. Yeah, he's really good. Jalen McMillan, who was the guy that was hurt early in the season. He's the one that surprised me in that Pac-12 that championship That came back game. in the championship game and had nine catches for 131 yards. But Jalen Polk, who was going to be kind of the third Another wheel. Another wide receiver. Yeah, he was yeah, going to be the third great, wheel. Great. But with McMillan's injury, he ends up with a 1,000-yard season, scoring eight touchdowns. Eight touchdowns. And I found this to be a real interesting stat. He was targeted 92 times on the season. He had four drops. Holy crap. Four drops all all season long. So He needs to tighten that up. That's too many. Almost in a way. Some good passing, too. McMillan being injured early in the season worked to Washington's advantage to where now – Polk is 1A to Adunze, and then you've got McMillan coming back with fresh legs. So how much film's out there on McMillan running in their offense and, and the way their offense ran with well, him being a full-time starter? What week did he go out? Three. <laughs> yeah, he got hurt in the Michigan State so game. there's not a lot right, I'll tell you another another interesting – are you still going – oh, you got well, – you still hit – keep going. Just a couple more things. Um They've got a very good tight end in Jack Westover, who uh, is very efficient. Freddie loves a good tight end. In the games uh, that he's played. And then their running game is very underrated. That that first Oregon game was Dylan Johnson. I mean, and he's been a, a very, very, very solid component to their offense and has loosened up defenses to allow and Penix, you know, throws the best deep ball in all of college football, as far as I'm concerned, and across and across the field. Well, he can just make every throw. I mean, he has the best, just the best arm in college football. I don't think there's any question about it. Um, I look forward to the matchup. If Washington plays the same style of defense that they did at the end of the year, and the other thing. Did you call him Mike? Mike. Mike Penix? Yeah. Yeah, I always call him Mike. <laughs> Mike. I always call him Mike. Mike. I call him Mike like me and him are old buddies. I love boy. that. Mike. <laughs> hey, we did it with Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever Lamar. said Lamar Jackson. No one ever it was said always Lamar. Just Lamar. Yeah. 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 I hear you. Yeah. I'm, I'm Jalen. I'm yeah. Mel, yeah. or Melrose. I just call him Mike. Um, I'm not going to call Jack Plummer Jack. <laughs> he, he hasn't earned that yet. <laughs> no, he hasn't earned that yet. Nope. But uh, 
I think if the Washington defense shows up uh, and plays the way that they did at the end of the year, it's going to be a very close game. And I also think that Washington has that battle-tested, uh, being have played in close games, especially down the stretch, against good teams and have found a way to win. And they've found a way to win differently in all of these close games. A la Alabama. And yes. so I'm uh, – if you can't tell, I'm leaning heavily. Well, no, and, the Huskies, and I think but. that it matters that uh, both of these teams playing each other have never been there before. Uh, they have, but they have not been in a playoffs uh, scenario, well, and that is, matters. This is actually a rematch of last year's Alamo Bowl. I get it, but no, but I'm crazy. not talking about the Alamo Bowl. This is different than the Alamo oh, Bowl. Of course, this it is. is. Don't this is, the this Alamo is Bowl. a playoff with hype, with everybody around you. Uh, 24-7, going to dinners, going to this, that, and the other. You either know how to handle it or you don't, and or you never have before, and it matters. Believe me. Saban has a lot of experience. Harbaugh has experience now. Those two teams don't, and if, if Michigan or Alabama was playing one of them two, I would be crushing the team that had been in the playoff before. Period. And the reason that they have it is a huge, huge plus for both of those teams. That's interesting because if Washington was playing Michigan, I would pick Washington as my lock of the millennium. But if Washington was playing Alabama, I would I'm pick I, I would pick Alabama. I don't know. I haven't seen Washington. Washington hasn't played a physical team yet. I don't think Oregon is a physical team. Uh um, I don't know how you can say that. But, I mean, dude. I mean, they Oregon's played the 57th ranked. They, were, they, were, they played the 57th hardest schedule in the country. I think they look pretty physical. I don't One think thing, so. Though, dude, I, I've said it several times while watching Oregon was how physical their defensive front was. Like you're saying, if they would have played Bama. You don't think they would have gotten jacked? I don't know. On the line, I, I think I, so. I, look, I'm I mean, just Washington saying, did it. To like. Them. Just looking at, at football, just the eye test on football this year, I thought Oregon looked like a much better football team than Alabama has at any point this season. Right. But, but until they play each until other. Until they play each other, I'm and with that, you. And, and what's the past history of, of those conferences? I, 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 I totally agree. That's what but I'm I, saying. And it normally always happens. this year on past history. Though. I'm with you. I'm with you. I understand so, that. Um, I understand that. Like, Bama has, like, like just the eye test throughout the year – they've put together three games that I can go back and look at and be like, man, Bama really looked good in those games. Oregon had, you know, nine of those games where I'm like, right. that's a good football team. And one of those games was the first game against Washington. Right. That game was incredible. Yeah. yeah. So well, it was, um, it's just opinions, but yeah, um, it is. There's but, no way to but no. I, I mean, I do think that it might that there you know if you've been there before I think that it does help to had to know where your team's staying what they're gonna mm-hmm. do and this and then we're not gonna go do this we're gonna do this this time uh that didn't work out last time you know things of that nature I hear you hear it all the time when the uh, on the lead up when they start some of these bowl games start dwindling away and we're getting closer to that it'll just be a lot of hype and and people ready to get on the field and do it yeah and um, 
I'm ready to get on the couch and watch it. I'm ready. Couch? I ain't. I don't watch nothing on no couch. Oh, I do, buddy. I got oh, not a couch. Chair and Audubon. Well, uh, do we want to go through these Friday, Saturday, Monday games? Yeah, yes, for sure, man. Yes, yes, we do. Um, so that's our little preview of the Final Four. But there are other games that uh, catch my eye and that I'm very interested in uh, leading up to that point. So I'll just open it up and let's start talking about the games that we like other than the Final Four. Uh, I'll start, man. Um, this is the the bowl game that I have been anticipating all season since it's been announced is um, the Pop-Tart Bowl, which I think is the Woo-hoo! premier bowl in all of college football, formerly known as the Cheez-It Bowl. Right, which I we mm-hmm. were on our text thread this morning, and I did not realize that the Cheez-It Bowl was actually the Pop-Tart Bowl. That makes it even more intriguing to me. Soon yep. to be called the Diabetes Bowl. Hey. It's the best trophy in all of sports. Uh, oh, it's got it's a, a football toaster on top. Absolutely, with real Pop-Tarts on it. Did I tell you, wait a minute, did I tell you about what I got for Christmas? An edible mascot? I got a hot dog toaster. That's, yeah. Dude. That's, that's pretty cool. Dude, it's a retro toaster, uh-huh. and it has a slot for two buns and two hot dogs, like thick hot dogs. That thick needs hot to dogs. be in the garage Boom. bar It is. It's in there. Right okay, now. so whenever I come over to hang out, I could just bring, bring a pack hot of dogs and, and, and a buns and, and you and must, be like, mustard. if I'm just bored sitting there hanging out, I can Dude, just Dude, and I'm telling you, you pop over. it down there and it the hot dogs cook longer than the buns. Have it's you like made legit. hot dogs with it yet? No, but I heard this. Okay, well, we, <laughs> we need to test it out because I've seen these things we advertised are. on like Sharper Image and like when yeah. I'm on the, 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 what's the catalog when you're on flights? The Sky Mall. Okay. Sky Mall yes, is where I seen them. Yes. And um, I was like I always got, intrigued by it, but I was like, I bet it's crap. So we, I, I'm really looking forward to I'm trying it. I'm pumped about it. It's uh, funny. Uh, Whiteboard Jody, who we were missing tonight, he had a previous engagement he couldn't get out of, but he actually uh, he opined this morning that he thought that the, the trophy for the Blockout Sports Pod Fantasy Football League should be Freddie's hot dog toaster on top of a log. God. Oh, <laughs> mercy. If I mean, if that was the trophy, I probably would have tried this year. <laughs> but getting back to the Pop-Tart Bowl, yes. because it is the premier bowl in all bowl season. Um, NC State Wolfpack, with everyone knows, one of my favorite coaches in all of football, Dave Dorn, and Kansas State, which has always kind of been like, one of my under the radar favorite teams. I love Kansas State. Um, I actually partied in Manhattan, Kansas one night on the way out to Colorado. Great, great little college town, man. They got a nice little area called Aggieville. Gets pretty fun. But I think this is a perfect matchup. You got, um, uh, what's the kid? Brendan Armstrong. He's starting. The former starter that got benched for MJ Morris, who entered the transfer portal. Now Brennan Armstrong's getting his last go in college with NC State. Um, Was it Josh Howard, the quarterback for Kansas State? He's obviously in the transfer portal. He's about to get really rich. Um, So I don't know. I I really like um, NC State in this matchup. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. And I look for the Wolfpack to tear up the – edible mascot at the end of this game i love nc state and i love the under at 47 and a half yeah there's no i don't 
I don't think that many points are going to be scored in this one at all. Now Peyton Willis, uh, not Peyton Willis, but yeah, Peyton Willis, he uh, he is foregoing the game. They're they're stud All American linebacker at NC State. Yeah, yeah, he's going pro. Um, so he's That's not going to be make there. A difference. But, yeah, but they're they're they got a really really tough defensive front without him. That they've one thing about Dave Dorn's teams is you know that front four is going to be good year in and year out. I know That's it's what know. they do. So, um, I, 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 do you think the Miami Hurricanes want to go up north and play Rutgers? Uh, I say no. The Miami Hurricanes don't want to play football right now. Right. I say load up on Rutgers, given one and a half. Mm. Uh, love that bet. And I'm looking forward to the Oklahoma versus Arizona. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bowl game. Dude, Arizona's going to be Alamo hot. Bowl. Alamo Bowl. Alamo Bowl. Amigo man. I don't have the bowls written down, but that, uh, but Arizona hot. Uh, uh, no two teams have been hotter than Arizona and uh, NC State to end the year and uh, that aren't in the playoff already. So, uh, yeah, give vegetables me all day. Hey, vegetables, get ready because I think that the uh, pack two is going to prove, like I said, Washington, Texas. This will be a nice little game to view that by to see if the pack two is tougher nah. than the Big Twelve. Dylan Gabriel's not playing. They, Who's they, they Doug got, Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel. <laughs> Doug Gabriel. Yeah, the quarterback, he's uh, actually transferred to Oregon. He's going to be Oregon's new quarterback okay. next year. Well, good for so, him. But... No, I mean, he had a great season, though. He really did. I, I know you hate on Oklahoma because of vegetables, but uh, Oklahoma really did have a, a pretty good season. They did have and, a good season. And, I, you know, you can't discount vegetables because he, he does get his guys ready for bowl games. Um, but give me Jed fish in this all day. I love Arizona to win this game outright. I love them to cover. Uh, they're going to be they're, amped to be there. It's a two and a half point spread as of now. I really like that number. Yes. And then we have uh, a game that I've been kind of paying attention to because early in the season, I thought Boston college was one of the worst power five teams I'd ever seen play football. Um, they, they made it. They to almost six, beat Florida state. They made it to six and six. Uh, they, they proved me wrong. Uh, they get to play a, a, basically a home game at Fenway Park versus a mad SMU. They team. play Southern Methodist, a really damn good SMU team. And uh, Tuna and I had discussed this earlier. I know we both feel the same way about that game. Uh, I'm looking forward to that game. This I'm, is a future interconference. Well, how ACC do you all matchup. feel about? Well, that we're going to talk about that at the end of the show. Oh, okay. It. Um, but I know SMU's mad. Go Stangs. I, I love the Alamo Bowl. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to. How about we haven't touched on this yet, Fred? Little old Clemson. Little old. Well, that, that's what I was getting at. Uh, <laughs> we got to We got to talk so, about that. UK and Clemson have played a few times in bowl games. I've been to. Uh, Fred and I have been to at least to one. One. CJ sure. Yep, they played against CJ Spiller uh, when we were there. Yeah. Kentucky drummed them. in the yes. That was um, the Music City in Bowl. In Nashville, yeah. Yep, Music City Bowl. Something tells me that may not be the case this time. I don't know, man. Kentucky's got everybody back playing in this thing. I know. This is, uh, it's going to be a good game. They're they're a they five, had a lot a of guys point. that I thought were going to opt out that are playing in this game. Ray they're, Davis is going. Right. They're a five-point underdog. Mm -hmm. um, I think Kentucky is 
flying under the radar to a certain extent right now. Uh, does anyone know anything about Clemson? Yeah, they've they've got a lot of opt outs. Besides, they like pizza. They got a lot of opt outs on their, especially on that defensive front. Um, but Is like there, you guys were saying, they keep rotating in these these guys, I know. and they've got a lot of guys that have actual playing time that are not just you right. know. What about their? Um, uh, I, this is where I think it's going to happen. Running in this back game. playing? Yeah, Shipley's in. Shipley's in. So it's going to be a tough uh, smash mouth game. I look if you're going to ask me, and this is not a shot at UK fans. You know, I've been high on Kentucky all season. I think Dabo Sweeney is a hundred times the coach that Mark Stoops is. Uh, I think Dabo Sweeney, with a month to prepare for this this UK team, is going to come out with something for him. But well, he didn't against Tennessee last year. <laughs> that was a great game. There was a lot of back and forth in that game. Oh yeah, he got yeah they got beat beat up and bruised in that game. But I'm with you. I'm I, thinking the same way. I don't. I'm not going to touch this game. I don't know what mm. to do with it. Uh, because I think it's not that people are depleted. It's it's more of like uh, that it's more of a game that everybody's playing, and I'm not sure I how don't to gauge it. Like the five number, um, I think it's probably oh, I really. Thought it, is it, is, so it's switched from four to five now? It's, it's five right now. Okay. Uh, I don't like that number. That's um, the only way I would touch this is maybe like a, a money line situation and i don't know if it's worth the worth it right now but it would not shock me one bit if kentucky walked away and win this or won this game that's what i'm saying it wouldn't shock me if either team wins and walks away with it uh but i know one thing the next game is something i've been waiting for tuna to get psyched up for chainsaw i can't i can't rip it i can't and notre dame no and the beavers this is oregon state's just like dead man walking right now everybody's gone like that whole team is just shredded coaching staff's gone the players gone everybody's gone it's not the same oregon state that we all fell in love with this season it's um this is this game doesn't even move the needle for me i'm going to watch it cuz i'm a psychopath but I think Notre Dame's just going to crush them. I, I, I mean, I really I like do. the over in this over 41 and a half. How about uh, uh, the late night game that night with woo! Missouri and Ohio oh, State? You know, we love Bowl. that one. This is Freddie's Can't cup of tea. Wait, dude. Yep. Hey, I'm telling you right now, Dinka Schnitz has them already. He's got the running back, the quarterback. They're believing. I, I'm telling you right now. He's worked his way into my now, top then, 10 and, favorite and coaches. Then, I in know. College. He's so weird and, and funny. And, 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 then, just, and then you've got Marvin Harrison Jr. playing with a quarterback that he hasn't played with. you see him taking shots at Harbaugh the other day? No, but I love that. Yeah, he was on TV and they was asking him something. He's like, yeah, we're going to send some film guys out there and see if we can get on Ohio State. And and I, he's like, he's oh. talking about holler, holler, hiring the dude that got fired at Michigan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. No, I saw that, yeah. yeah. It was on Feinbaum. I know you've seen but it. But, dude, yeah, I totally saw that. And and with Harrison Jr. playing, and you know Ohio State has, like, you think USC have some, uh, and Clemson have players that haven't played that are four or five stars. You know Ohio State has them. But I think that Missouri, this is uh, David versus Goliath right here. Ha! I don't know if that's David versus Goliath. I mean, dude, Minnesota, I mean, Missouri is ranked. They're ninth. Ninth. They're so, in the top ten. I mean, well, they gave dude, Georgia all they wanted. But on paper, 
You they look gave at Georgia this game. all they want. I know. I know. They ain't scared of nobody. I think. From, I know they're not. I think from a. From, I'm gonna get a T-shirt. I think from a national perspective standpoint, people think, well, it's Ohio State and Missouri. And if you're a, like we were talking about before, the casual fan yeah. is obviously going to go, well, Ohio State's going to kick their ass. Right. I mean, it's Ohio State. Well, I'm taking Missouri in this well, It's one. not just that. The, Getting three. The computer nerds have this final score at 41.3 for Ohio State and 29.4 for Missouri. Ooh. So Better take the over. I don't know. I'm, I, I tend to lean. I'm with you. I kind of tend to lean toward Missouri on this one. I do. Well, and then Saturday, the first game on Saturday is a game that I've had circled that I uh, think is going to be oh, extremely be so entertaining. Yeah. I cannot wait for Ole Miss and Penn State yep. in the Peach Bowl. It's a yin versus yang. Yes, it's, and I cannot yeah. wait for it. I think you were talking about styles make fights. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is going to be uh, the complete opposite teams of each other. Uh, in their mentalities, the way they go around, uh, the way they go about things, uh, I am very much. Do we looking have any inside information on who's playing, who's out? I know the best quarterback in the SEC is playing, right? And <laughs> second I, pass. I I think uh, most of Penn State's guys, all the important guys, are playing. So everybody, so this, yeah, this is, is, is a full go. People are falling out. Wow. I believe this is a full go here. Okay, uh, and. Penn State is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I will not touch that game. Uh, I don't like that number at all. I but think I'm going with the lane train here. I, I, just, I just don't know. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's going to be really interesting to see how the Mississippi – offense deals with that defense and by the same token how Penn State's if Penn State can score enough points to keep up with Mississippi I don't know that's where I'm at with it uh if I mean who don't love the under in this game guys it's almost like 48.5 a Michigan situation where they came up and they put a bunch of points on Penn State and Penn State had no answer. I mean, granted, it's a completely different defense at Michigan than it is at, at, at Ole right, Miss. Right, right. So, I mean, it's it's a different situation. But also, like we've talked about a thousand times on this show, Penn State put up, what, 40 points on Iowa. Yep. So, yeah, they're was, capable yeah. of putting points up. Yeah. They did. I, I, I see this game being like 20 to 17. Mm. And speaking of Iowa – Oh, this game's going to be fun. They play Tennessee, and we just learned today that Joe Milton has opted out from Tennessee. So my mind immediately went to the over-under, which is at 35. (laughs) And I think I'm loving the under right now. (laughs) What is that spread? 35. Oh, uh, the spread's six and a half. Who's? Uh, Tennessee is favored by six and a half. That's that uh, my list somehow. What's the over under that? 30? 35. It's 35. And that's the Citrus Bowl. That's Saturday at 1 o'clock. I know you're such a oh, big I'm Josh Heupel guy. That's Monday. That's Monday at 1 o'clock on New Year's Day. Oh, oh, that's. So that would be the wait, game along that... with Liberty and Oregon. Oh, no wonder I didn't have That leads oh. right into the Final Four. Okay. Liberty and Oregon. Hmm. 
Uh, go Ducks. That's all I have well, to say Liber- about that. Yeah, and Liberty's that team that got voted into this game, pissing SMU off. This is a uh, 67. And Tulane, for that matter. This is a 67 uh, point over under here. What time is Iowa-Tennessee game at? It's at 1 o'clock on Monday. The same time as Liberty-Oregon. Yes. Yep. All these games have been spread out greatly, and then on Monday. They're well, all, now they got to jam so Yeah, they have to fit them yeah. all in. And Wisconsin the, uh, plays LSU at noon. That's we've the We've been first having kickoff. like four bowl games a day, and that's it. And it's now we're we're getting loaded up. And then you also at noon that day, Wisconsin LSU, which I just I could care less about this game. I don't know why. I just well, I think LSU's going to trounce them. Yeah, I do too. But, with the backup, we all know, yeah. folks in America, the backup quarterback for LSU is legit, and that is the. I don't even know if the wide receivers are playing. That is the ReliaQuest Bowl. We always have to make sure to throw mm. the sponsors in there. ReliaQuest so, uh, is. Are the two wide receivers for LSU playing one of the two? I have no idea. I'll be honest with you. I haven't even looked into this game because I don't think I'm going to watch this game. Like like I said, they, at 1 o'clock you have Iowa and, and Tennessee and then Liberty and Oregon. I just I cannot see a world where Wisconsin and LSU. What are you going to watch from noon to 1, the Rose Bowl parade? Um, I'll just do my calisthenics. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you all – are we skipping the Auburn-Maryland game? Well, I I was, but you can jump in with it. What do you happen there? I I mean, that's an interesting game that I have no earthly idea who's going. I think Tua opted. Our little Tua is he out? He is out, yeah. and I uh, that is a game that uh, that's a game where I'm J- taking Auburn. That's a game where Freddie goes SEC move on. That's well, the- I mean, <laughs> Hugh Freeze is Hugh Freeze, and he's got a bag of tricks that he's going to pull out. Auburn, you or with Maryland, you don't know what the hell's going to happen. That team is so bipolar, like up and down with them. I don't know what's going right. to happen and, without and their the quarterback. Jordan, yeah. And it's the Music City Bowl right. at two o'clock Yee-haw. on Saturday. I that's uh, I kind of feel that about that game the way Tuna felt about the game previous. If there's anything else on TV, I will not be Georgia's watching. Georgia's crushing one. recruiting right now. They're going to be amped for next year. They will win that game. Uh, I love the spread on that game too. Six and a half, I think. Is it still holding at six and a half? What game is this? Auburn, Maryland. Oh, you said Georgia. Oh, I'm sorry. I hadn't got. I was getting it's, to Georgia, uh, but it's all, seven. Auburn, it's seven yeah, now. It's seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I got. I already put a hundred on Georgia. I I did that a while back, uh, and now Florida State. Uh, uh, Florida State players who shed tears are flopping like little wet fish out of the boat. I don't, and they've all let go of their team. They've all forgot about their team. <laughs> they've all forgotten about everything. Good idea, Tuna. And they're like, "Good, yeah, let that go, would you?" You know, I'm getting mine in. Uh, you know, the uh, it was even, and they didn't even discuss. The senator that tried to take it to the to whatever uh, I think it was uh, on no, the they're, ticker. They're you suing. didn't make it. You're out. They're suing the NCAA. Well, and then yeah. they came, and now they're suing. I just like when Bill Hancock was like, "You didn't make it. You're out." It was on the ticker, <laughs> like it wasn't even worthy of a press conference. Uh, so all those players have dropped out that were all ready to fight the world, and uh, Georgia's going to win by. 
38. I think my favorite thing about Florida State is how they're blaming the ACC for them not getting into the playoff and not the fact that their quarterback got hurt. Right. Like, what? Did you just, like, completely ignore the fact that you lost an All-American quarterback and right. and you're, you're – Blaming this on our on the conference. I mean, if Bo Nix got hurt, Oregon would not have been voted in. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If they would have yeah. been up there, if I, I'm not so, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like if they would have lost, if Washington would have lost, and then Penix got hurt, they would not have been voted in. I just think they're they're just so mad, and they have no idea on who to be mad at, and it's just whatever. It's us versus the world. Yeah, yeah. but versus now the world. it's their water boy. Versus Georgia. And <laughs> Bobby Boucher yeah. versus Georgia. It's yeah. going to be ugly. I, it's not going to be good. Yep. Uh, it's going to be ugly. This spread has just gone haywire. and It's 19 it's now. It's 19 yeah, and no. a half now. That's, I got it at 15. Yeah. And so. the under over is 44 and a half, and I'm going to literally crush that over. The good thing is, is that this game's played at 4 p.m. on December 30th. We'll also... At 4.30 p.m. on December 30th, we can all watch Toledo, Toledo and Wyoming. And, and who don't love Wyoming? I yeah, mean that, who don't Cow- love Toledo? Well, the Cowboys, I've lost on Toledo this year a couple times. They uh, let me thin. No. And you know who didn't leave me thin this year? Wyoming. And I'm, I'm all over Wyoming in this one. Now, that game appears to be on a television network known as B-A-R. Anybody have any idea what, what that is? What the hell is, is that? B-A-R, no, no British. <laughs> I hope it's only played in Britain. <laughs> like, the only people that can watch this game is in Britain. Oh, it's it's on uh, B-A-R and the C-W. Oh, C-W curse. Yeah. This is a real thing, guys. Have you noticed this? Oh, Since the ACC wow. has signed up with, with um, this deal shit or this, this uh, partnership with the C-W, it's been nothing but upsets. So, like, Louisville lost to Pittsburgh on a CW game. Uh, North Carolina lost to Virginia on a CW game. Jordan Travis gets hurt in a CW game. Uh, I'm worried about this game. I'm going to take the underdog in this, which is Toledo. And if anybody knows how to navigate around the CW curse, it's a Mac team. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I hear you, dude. I mean. Uh, 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 oh, now, that's the kind of breakdown you'll only get yeah. on, on the Blockout Sports Pod. Yeah, screw analytics and smart people. We're going to the CW curse, by God. Yep. Um, anybody have any, any other games that uh, I think we pretty much touched on every single one? Um, so... You know, you know, you know, you guys don't have strong thoughts on Memphis and Iowa State and no, the Liberty Bowl. I, 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 I skipped that one on purpose. Yeah, okay. skip it. Uh, I haven't looked. That's a game where you need to definitely see who's there and who's not. Um, well, I think Oregon may be giving up the most points, fifteen and a half. I really can't wait to watch this Iowa Tennessee game, like y'all were talking about. I, it's just going to be. There's hilarious. no better way to wake up a little bit like sluggish and hung over from the, from your new year's right, eve festivities right. and watch the owl and punter go off put on and just sit there and, watch and then the and and then you'll wake up at six o'clock and go what the hell happened in that ball game <laughs> <laughs> um so 
before we get to our uh, our gambling picks, I want to go around the room and get our predictions on the two games uh, in the CFP uh, final scores. We've already broken it down, so all we need is a final score. Are we picking on our picks? Are we picking the playoff? You can pick whatever you, you want on your picks, you but but I just want I I want to get your picks for the playoff separate from whether or not you are picking that as your picks of the week. Got it? Say that again. I want to get our picks for the playoff. <laughs> oh, separate. Yeah. Oh, from our okay. Picks That's what I week. was hoping. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, you can I, pick any games yeah. you want for your picks of the week. Okay, okay. But everybody's got to have a prediction. And I wanted to let everyone know just real quickly that uh, uh, Freddie is officially fourteen and nine in all of his bowl bets thus far. That includes some over unders, uh, not picking. Every single bowl game. I think there's only two I haven't picked, or three maybe, but fourteen and nine. That's pretty Not good. Bad. Tuna. And Carolina just got an interception. <laughs> Tuna, your picks for the CFP. All right, I'm taking Alabama over Michigan with a low score of seventeen to thirteen. Um, and then Texas. Washington, I'm going to go Texas in a tight one at 31 to 30. Nice. Fred. Uh, I have uh, Washington beating Texas um, 36-24. I have Alabama winning over Michigan. 28 to 10. Whoa. Wow. I've got uh, Alabama over Michigan. 24-21. And I've got Washington over Texas. 27-24. And if that happens, I will be the happiest guy in the United States. And now we got to pick who we have winning at all. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not going to waver. I've had Washington winning it all since uh, whatever we week nine or since uh, whatever that was when we made our picks. I got a fifty dollar bet on the Tide I made before the Auburn game, so I think I'm taking Alabama. I think that's a given. Tuna. Well, I'm definitely taking Alabama to win it all. Oh, um, man. If they're if the way that I have it lined up is like you guys are playing Texas, I think Texas punks y'all out again. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I really kind of do. Uh, yeah, I hear you, Sark. Uh, I love it. I love it. I mean, you guys got manhandled at Bryant Denny. Yeah, that offensive. You're off. I've I haven't seen a Bama offensive line look as bad after that. I, I remember. I want to go back and listen to. The Freddie Bender's meltdown after that game. I have I have it in my book. I literally still have the that whole was, rundown oh. of the game right here. I looked at uh, today. You and, were talking about Saban being done and like it's over with the end of a end of an era. The uh, the whole like dynasty's over with. I mean, I, well, and we'll 
revisit that as the uh, on next week's episode as the mm-hmm. games are played this weekend. Um, let's go around the room and make our picks for the week. All right. Um, obviously, we talked about this one outside. This is one I love. Uh, SMU Mustangs minus 10 against Boston College. I think that's the easiest bet of the weekend. Um, next, I'm going to go with uh, NC State plus 2.5 over Kansas State, followed up by Notre Dame minus 6.5 against Oregon State. Nice. Freddie, you got your picks ready? Uh, go with yours. Okay. Uh, Colin is taking Missouri plus three against Ohio State. He is taking Bama plus one and a half, and he is taking Washington plus four. I am taking the Huskies plus four. I am also taking Bama plus one and a half, and I am jumping on the tuna bandwagon with my lock of the bowl season. I am taking Southern Methodist to beat Boston College. Now, a little a little side note. What? A what? little side note. I am also uh, making the host and moderator under special bet of the year. I am taking the under 35 in the Iowa-Tennessee game. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, I'm going to go 3-0, and boys. 3-0 and for the first time in our pick'ems. And I'm going real easy, dude. Bama. Country roads take me home. Bama plus one and a half. I'm gonna, and that's a travesty that we're getting one and a half. Bama plus one and a half. Georgia. Minus 19 and a half. By the time this goes live, it'll probably be uh, minus 26. It's minus 19 right now. That's what we'll lay it down at. And the under in the Georgia game of 44, or what is it? Uh, Where is it? 44 and a half, right? 44 and a half. Well, I cannot wait. For the uh, under on that one. I can't wait for these games. I can't wait for the college football playoff. Can't wait for the Louisville game tonight. Let's get wild, guys. It's time. Go cards. L's up. Damn right. Um, uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. I hope that you guys are all really excited about the uh, about the upcoming week in college football. Uh, it's a little bit of an abbreviated show tonight. I mean, I know we did go pretty deep into it. Uh, but uh, we want to get out of here so we can oh, watch. Oh, this is what the, we uh, live for. We want to get out of here so we can watch the Louisville game. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, hope you had a great Christmas from all the crew at the Blockout Sports Pod. We wish you a very happy new year. I just want to say something real and quick. And I do, Please. too. I, do, I want to end with something. I've been hearing a lot of crap all week about people talking about how bowl, there's too many bowl games. These games are meaningless, and they don't they, they, they've lost their importance. Anyone that says that, turn the games on and watch them. You've got kids that haven't been able to get on the field throughout the year, and they're getting out there, and they're playing their asses off. That's right. And these games, every one, minus two of them so far this season, has just been fun and super competitive, and the kids are playing, want to be out there, and it means the world to them. Well said, Well said, Tuna. Gosh, I I was going to shed a tear right up until I say – 
Rama Jamma, Yellow Hammer, give them hell, Alabama. How did I know it was going to be something <laughs> like that? Uh, but again, we want to wish everybody a happy new Is that year. Gold over? Thank you all for listening. Uh, for the big fella, the tuna country, Matt Kemp, and the fabulous one, Freddie Benders. This is Travis Carter saying, go cards and so long, everybody. Thank you.